welcome to Earth's Weeniest Heroes. I'm Destiny, joined by my co-host Matt, and today on Earth, we're talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. I actually saw it on time this time. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh my goodness. Thor, Love and Thunder. Welcome in, everybody. This movie is... Oh. I, I just oh man I don't even know what to say. Des, give let's let's start off with some non spoilies. Okay. Non spoilers. Give the people what they want to hear. What are, you saw it this week? What did you think non spoilers of this movie for anybody that hasn't quite seen it yet? Non spoilers. Gosh, it's so hard with this movie specifically. But <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I always say this, but the cinematography I feel like. It just keeps getting better and better. Like with each project they give us, with each new thing they give us, the cinematography, just some of the scenery in this movie is so good. The The dialogue was really good. It's got like a healthy mix of good dialogue, good action, but also it's funny, you know? Um, yeah. It was, it was extremely lighthearted, but also, you know, dealt with serious topics too, like, and we'll obviously get into it, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's, I think it's up there with the list of my favorite movies, my favorite Marvel movies, like, of all time. <laughs> I definitely agree with you, um, and I know that was some people's complaints, is the tone um, for it. Uh, we, I definitely want to get into that here in a minute, once we get into the spoiler, yeah. so we can actually give some examples, but I agree with you. I absolutely adored this movie. Um, I walked out of there obviously really, really high on it. Um, like I looked at Kendra and I said, this might be one of my top like 10 movies. The more I've started thinking about it and sat back and thought about what we've gotten in the MCU, mm -hmm. it's fallen a little lower, but it is still very, very high on my list. Yep. The, it is a Taika Waititi movie, like through and through. Um, if you loved Ragnarok, like I think you'll love this movie. They are like perfect for each other. Um, just the amazing like a sequel i guess you could say to that movie and i just think the comedy came across really well uh, all the characters were really good all the reoccurring characters that we get just everything was just really really funny to me and it, it felt like a good breath that we needed yeah we haven't gotten like a super comedic especially like coming off of multiverse of madness mm -hmm. that was such a dark almost scary is what they were really going for and then to get this this was just right up my alley uh comedy i would definitely say yeah i would i would agree there it's um not like anything we've gotten recently <laughs> as is what i'll say a hundred percent and it makes you want and like i said we'll get into spoilers here in a minute there's so many things that it's like <laughs> i want to <laughs> talk about um yeah if you haven't seen this movie definitely go if you haven't if you're you know we've got a lot of friends that are like okay i don't get a chance to watch everything my suggestion would be to go back, watch at least Thor Ragnarok so you get an idea and then you also get introduced to some characters that are recurring in this movie and then come back and watch Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, I think that will be, you might, there's still some other things that you want to watch. I say watch everything, but those would be the two that I would say that you need to watch. Yeah. Okay, so now's your warning. Go watch it. Again, if you're here, appreciate it just pause it don't stop it you know come back don't abandon us uh and <laughs> <laughs> but let us jump right into spoilers now so we were we were both talking about the tone being comedic mm -hmm. i was just gonna say it's interesting that that's like 
that we say that because of the way the movie starts. Um, Correct. It definitely doesn't start comedic. It, it definitely starts as like a, oh my God, what? this? What is this movie well, about you, to be? Like, you know? What do you think? What did you think about that opening with uh, Gore and Christian Bale? Which Christian Bale, phenomenal. phenomenal. I will yeah. get into him more in a little bit. But what did you think of the way that they opened it, choosing Gore and his daughter? I think it was Im- important because it humanized Gore. I thought he was just going to be, like from the trailers at least, I thought he was just going to be this, you know, evil guy on a rampage. And we would get like right. a little bit of exposition, you know. I know from the comics, it's it pretty similar. It followed the comic a little bit, um, at least this comic line or the storyline from the comics. Um, it switched up, obviously, to be his daughter. I know in the comics it was his son, but... Um, okay, see, I didn't even know that. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah. So in the comics it was his son. I don't know the full story, but it, it's pretty similar. Uh, son, you know, passes away and it causes him to go insane, <laughs> which, understandable. Right. Um, which is why... Yeah, which no, is that, why that it, would drive um, a lot of people. Yeah, which is why it humanizes him a lot, because... I did not know that at all. So I didn't know that his story started or his story stemmed from the death of his child, especially his child who was drawing pictures of their God and praying to their God to save her and save them both just to be like, wow, my God literally doesn't care about us, doesn't care that my daughter died and sacrificed herself in a way. Right. I think I definitely agree with you 100%, um, especially with some of the issues that we had with uh, Multiverse of Madness, not to get into the spoilers territory for that. But, you know, I think we were both a little critical of the way they started yeah. that movie. And I think the way they started this movie just like for me was amazing. It just really set that. And it really gave us, like you said, the it helped us relate to mm-hmm. gore. Um all of, we've said this multiple times, the best villains are the ones we can relate to. And, you know, we can really relate to gore to some degree. Yep. And it makes me, and I'll go ahead and get into it a little bit now, but I that is one my biggest complaint with the movie is that we didn't get more gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, you know, like physical gore. I mean, like, gore the character. Yeah, we got... <laughs> Let me clarify. Well, I don't know if you noticed this, but a lot of the times... They didn't call him by his name. They called him the God Butcher. So, like, correct, it was, correct. it almost felt like a way of dehumanizing him. Like, oh, you're not even, like, you're not even uh, to the point where we call you by your name anymore. Like, in, like how right. they would call Thanos by his name. They wouldn't even call Gore by his name. He was just the God Butcher. He, like, he wasn't fully That's a true. human to them, you know? It also, it also, I'd have to go back and watch. It also makes you wonder, too, is, like, how many people like really knew his story to the degree that they would know his name. And he's not just some boogeyman character of like the gods are like, there's somebody killing him. They call him the God butcher. It's like, you know, you know, the Zodiac. Anyway, that's a bad example, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, their supervillain name, but you don't really know his. So it's, yeah, I'd have to go back and do, but that is still a good point. It's like, it definitely extra dehumanizes him. I'm, I'm might be mistaken on this, but I feel like, Thor is the only person to continuously call him Gore, the God Butcher, instead of just the God Butcher. Like, obviously, he says his the full title, but I think he's one of the only characters that continuously used his actual name 
throughout the movie. But I could be remembering that wrong, though. You're probably correct. I haven't seen it. Um, but like I said, it's been a couple weeks since I've seen the movie. Um, but I'll definitely keep an eye out for that because that's a good point that I that definitely missed over my head. Did you hear about Gore, uh, what they shot, his scenes that they supposedly cut? Mm, Anything about that? I saw something. I saw an article about it, but I'm... Uh, I'm not familiar. I didn't. I didn't fully read the article. I think I bookmarked it too, and I just never went back. Okay. To <laughs> so this is one people. One of the people's complaints with uh, them not showing him very much is that supposedly uh, they shot at least two. I think three scenes. One was with the Grandmaster. One was with um, Peter Dinklage's character, uh, Itri. The um from yes, Endgame. Yes. Okay, I did hear about this. Yes. So they filmed scenes with those, and so that leads you to believe that we were supposed to get scenes where we actually get to see the God Butcher butchering gods. Uh, and for one reason or another, they decided to cut those scenes. And obviously, they have their reasons. Uh, you know, I'm not a perfect. I'm not the director for it, so you know, there's probably a reason. But it just makes me so sad because it's like that is my one complaint of like I would have loved to see Christian Bale like do more in mm-hmm. this movie, and he was amazing what we saw. But for him to actually butcher the gods and not just we see all those graphic scenes of all the gods that are dead already, yeah. and it's like man, I would have loved to see like a montage or at least something of him like being super creepy and actually like killing some folks Mm -hmm. well now i'm like man yeah we did not see him actually kill any gods (laughs) right other than the like the one at the very beginning that was like it and it was like and we barely even saw that too that's true kind of heard it (laughs) on the motion of gore we've got his weapon of choice the necro sword Mm -hmm. from the the listeners that don't know it from the comics so the necro sword has a background that ties in with the, uh, I think it's a god technically, a uh, null, mm-hmm. which ties into the symbiote, the symbiote, 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 <laughs> that's the word, <laughs> um, which is venom. Mm-hmm. And all that ties back to venom. So obviously, Sony owning the rights to venom yep. and Spider Man, they decided to not quite tie into the symbiote uh, like the comics were, but I still really, really love the sword. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, giving him the powers that he did. No, I think I think going with the sword was. I mean, obviously, they couldn't really do much. They couldn't be true to the comics because of Sony just refusing. To release their grip <laughs> to on Spider-Man and play Venom. Ball, please. Like, gosh, that's the only thing keeping them alive. And like, uh, don't forget Morbius. You're, you're forgetting. Oh Morbius. yeah, sorry, I'm forgetting the best movie of all time. <laughs> oh no, we're part of the problem. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm just. I thought there was it was, way better than anything they could have done. Like to make something up, that was you know totally away from like a a new a new thing that wasn't really connected like introducing a new type of weapon or anything like that i think this would you know it might be simple like oh he gets a sword a necro sword like yeah and (laughs) it's dope it's dope it looks so so cool it's so cool (laughs) it comes out of the ground like come on and it, it i think eric voss brought this up in one of his thousands of videos that they make um but it's like, 
the use of color and like how Thor and Mighty Thor and everybody represent all the color in the Bifrost mm-hmm. versus Gore's shadow and like white and dark. It's just such a cool. It made for so many really, really cool scenes and fight yes. scenes, and it was just such a cool clash. Uh, and I think the Necro Sword definitely helped mm-hmm. with that for sure. The first couple minutes of the movie, we get the Guardians, and we knew they were in the movie from the trailers and everything. Mm-hmm. I loved that the trailers, at least the trailers that I watched early on, that was only like the first like five minutes of the movie, which always is one of my favorites. Like, I love when they do that. Uh, what did you think of the Guardians' like involvement in the, in the movie and some of those early stuff? <laughs> Honestly, I didn't think they would be in it for that long. Um, I liked really? it, though. Really? Okay. I really liked it. I didn't think we were going to get like a full montage or anything like that, an actual, like, you know an actual scene with all of them together. I don't know why. That just never crossed my mind as a thing that was going to happen. Okay. But <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. I do I will say I don't like Chris Pratt, but he's he's okay as Star-Lord. I'll I'll allow it for Star-Lord. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that that's where you definitely get into, you know, you want us especially when we start getting into the greater MCU. It's like when do you draw the line of like, you know, separating the actor from, you know, their work? And, yeah. You know, each person is their own. So um, hopefully nobody will hate us for anything that we say regarding not Chris Pratt, but uh, specifically Star-Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when we get um, Guardians 3 next year, which, oh man, I'm so excited oh, man. for. Anyway. That's going to be, that's it's going to be good. That's future us, future us. It's so good. Anyway. We need to do a video where we just talk about the Mm Comic-Con stuff that they released uh, these past... uh, But that's, you know, maybe we'll do that in the future. Uh, If you want that, let us know in the Discord. Uh, We might might just geek out, all get jump in a voice call and just geek out (laughs) together. Um, The soundtrack. This, the scenes where we get, you know, the use of like Guns N' Roses and everything. Yes. Holy crap. What a soundtrack to this movie. It was so good every single time. It was it was really good because it kind of makes you feel like, oh, this is taking place in, like, <laughs> the 80s or something. But no, it's, like, 2025. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, this yeah. is really good. Like, ah, oh, man, I don't know what they're cooking up at Marvel Studios that they're just, it's just hit after hit with these soundtracks. But, like, oh, my gosh, whoever is in charge so of music, <laughs> they deserve, like, a cold pillow every night because they're doing work. <laughs> cold pillow. They're doing I the work on these on these uh on these projects. <laughs> so I, I I love it. I read an interview with Taika where uh he said that he was actually going to be using uh his plan was to use some songs by uh, Kate Bush, I mm-hmm. think is her name. And then they decided to release Stranger Things season or chapter four, season four, whatever it was called. And so that like sort of like scrubbed that, I think, from the soundtrack. And it's just I think about like the song from Stranger Things, like running up the Mm -hmm. hill. And I picture like like it playing in a Walkman. Um, like while Thor's doing his like training montage and I'm just like, it would have been a completely different vibe, but I'm just like, dang, that would have been such an interesting world to see like what would have happened if we actually got like that, you know, Kate Bush added to the soundtrack and where he was going to use her Mm -hmm. music. Okay. My favorite comedic (laughs) point from the entire movie. We get Tooth Nasher (laughs) and Tooth Grinder. (laughs) 
The screaming goats. What are your thoughts on the goats? I need your honest opinion. You can tell me. Okay. At first, I was like, oh my god, these things are so annoying. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, are they going to do this the entire time? Because if they are, I can't. I'm literally about to plug my ears. But I don't know. It kind of grows on you. You know, screaming goats, it kind of grows on you a little bit. <laughs> I absolutely adored these goats. Every time they showed up on screen, when they were on the as um the guardian ship, when they crashed into the planet, I like almost like peed myself. <laughs> I was laughing so hard because it just made me laugh so much for no they reason. They were so hilarious. So such a dumb joke. Yeah. And I loved every minute of it. I mean, who doesn't like um, screaming goats? Like that's hilarious. <laughs> that's oh, objectively evil funny. People. <laughs> And I think it's, you know, we grew up in the Vine era and everybody, you know, they come from the Vine era and Weavers, you know, they just were speaking to us. Oh, um, <laughs> some of the cool things I wanted to point out when we get into new Asgard, mm-hmm. you had to see Infinity Cones, didn't Infinity you? Cones. Oh my goodness. They really... That is so messed it's up. It's really messed That's up. such a messed it's up. so messed up, but like, hey, honestly say this really happened say a blip really happened and like everyone got freaking poofed into non-existence right and then poofed back into existence i feel like there'd be some pretty good memes about it honestly <laughs> <laughs> just, just oh, oh just, like make a whole infinity gauntlet themed <laughs> thing <laughs> infinity oh, i just oh my god like some so of the stuff good. in in the in the like touristy little town was just really hilarious yes. it kind of reminded me of oh what's that area in disney world there's an area in disney world where they have like the frozen stuff that frozen roller coaster okay so they do have at disney world they have like uh it's like scandinavia yeah or like the netherlands country where they have the that used to be Oh man, uh, my friends and family are gonna kill me. <laughs> but it's now frozen. It's like a frozen ride yeah. and everything. It's, yeah, it's not my. It reminded favorite, me of but that. Yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> kind of. Okay, like, got like it. Big showy, but like also people probably live there it's that have Epcot. been born there. But yeah, it's just Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it felt that's like. So good. <laughs> um, some other key things that we saw, we got to see Valkyrie in her position, which is mm-hmm. awesome. We got to see Meek. Uh, in his position as like her notes taker was so good uh, and we also get to see I think his name was Daryl I, um, I don't know if you caught him I think his name was Daryl maybe I'm making that up but basically he was one of the tour guides that they were talking yes, to yes. he's actually he's the guy that played uh, Thor's roommate yeah. in the shorts um, that were like the after credit or like the extras on the DVD sets yes. So those are all those shorts are all now on Disney Plus. So I definitely go recommend watching those. They are very funny. It's just Thor, the God of Thunder, living with some random guy yeah. and like uh, his working. Well, um, apparently they're name. the same name. But like man, whoever so... it was, they share the same name, so they could very likely be the same person. Well, it's the same name and the same actor. Yeah. So so that's what I'm saying. I think it's pretty. I think like, it's safe they, to they say they won't confirm them as canon, <laughs> but it's like, oh, it's canon. Mm-hmm. If you know, you know, sort of situation, um, which is so cool. We get 
Well, this is sort of where we get, you know, introduced. We see our girl Darcy, which was such <laughs> a like a cool cameo. Uh, I like that we at least got to see mm-hmm. her. What did you think of Mighty Thor, Jane Foster, Natalie Portman, from a general sense, all together, thoughts on her character? I really loved her character, honestly. I think... I think that's what Jane needed, because... In the first two Thor movies, we kind of saw her be like, you know, it kind of felt like she was just the love interest a little bit. Right. (laughs) Like, she's the love interest, but also she's really smart, so she's not like other girls, you know? But, like, (laughs) no, she's, y'all are making her exactly like other girls. She's just the love interest in this movie. Like, (laughs) I I really like. She's the smart love interest. That's how she's not different because, you know, that's how girls were written is that they can't be scientists. (laughs) You know, she was a scientist. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. But I really liked her character and, like, I think it gave her a lot of depth. Obviously, we don't have, like, tons of movies of her actually having character development. But what little we did get of her, you know, obviously before the end, <laughs> before the ending of this movie, was right was really good. I liked it. I liked that her storyline wasn't just, um, you know... She has cancer. Feel bad for her. (laughs) It was more so like she has cancer, but she's also a Viking warrior now. Like, (laughs) like that is just so cool. I really liked that aspect of her character that she's, you know, not wanting to stop fighting, which. And especially near the end when she is like, she's the savior. Yeah. Like, she saved the day and, like, she is the yeah. hero. She's not the damsel in distress. She's, she's actually the, the mighty yeah. Thor. I like that she corrects Gore, too, when she says that yes. she's the mighty Thor. Again with the quips that we were talking about. Just the one-liners. Just mm-hmm. so many good ones in this movie. Um, but I, I loved her character. She, they like you said i 100% agree they did a really really good job i think um building her character giving her actually things to do and seeing her wrestle with her own like cancer that she was going mm-hmm. through and like confiding that is one thing i wish we might have seen a little bit more of like sort of her in town with valkyrie um and sort of valkyrie helping her you know grow and like realize like hey you're you know in trouble you can't just you know, throw on your hammer and just pretend like everything's okay. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Do you think they filmed her power-up scene where she was standing next to Mjolnir and get powered up? Do you think that would have been better than her introduction during the Battle of Asgard, of New Asgard? I'm torn on this because it would have been really cool to see. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure Marvel would have made it made it look super freaking awesome and like you know all that stuff right but i don't think it was important for her character development or you know important to the movie i think it would have been just like a cool thing to see but i honestly i really liked her introduction that's in the movie i liked the official mighty thor introduction like i thought that was really cool like mainly because they show we we're introduced to her fighting already we're not introduced to her you know going from quote-unquote weak to strong she's 
been strong the whole time. And she is swole too. Yeah, like Natalie she Portman got, got swole for this, movie. for this role. Oh my goodness. The I I I agree with you. Uh, I do like what they did. The only reason I would say maybe we get a power up scene is because I'm I'm not mistaken. They showed a lot of that scene of like Natalie Portman in that mm-hmm. battle, and it's in the trailers yeah. is what I mean. So it's kind of like either don't show any of that in the trailers. Like, obviously, we know it's about Mighty Thor. We know that she is Thor, so that's not a spoiler. But, like, I felt like that scene was a little lost Mm -hmm. on me because it was like... And again, it was really, really good scene. Like, seeing her throw the hammer through that monster and, like, obliterate it from the inside was just so, like, oh, my gosh, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, And then seeing her ripped was amazing. But it was just like... You know, it, it it is an interesting thought of, like, again, what would it have looked like? Because you're right. They would have made it look amazing. Mm. Her, like, floating up and the hammer, like, like forming uh, would have been really, really interesting. I think this might be controversial, but I mm-hmm. think I would have maybe liked to see it as a post credit scene in something else. Maybe. Interesting. I feel like that would have worked because... I feel like it doesn't fit in okay. the movie. But, like, say at the end of, uh, you know, after the post credit scene in uh, uh, Miss Marvel, like a post-post-credit right. scene, we just got, like, a cut. It cut to, you know, we see Jane's converse, and then they just lift up off the ground. I you think know. I agree. I like your I like your reasoning for it being an in credit scene. I think that would actually fit. I'm just trying to think because I think the in credit scene still needs to tie in with the property mm-hmm. at least to some degree. So the only one I think would have been potentially Loki, but that would have just been really, really, really confusing yeah. <laughs> with how long ago Loki was. Yeah. I do like the idea though. I'm just trying to think. I um, guess it's because I'm because I do love the end that we got with Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um, and if they had thrown. Uh, Jane in there I would have been like I'm so confused it would have just been like I love it but I'm so confused yeah I see Uh, that um I guess I wouldn't know where it would fit because I'm trying to think like right if they did shorts still and the shorts were like canon I I would watch any short that they put out they could put out a short which is why I'm excited with like we get um uh baby Groot like animated Groot the series like next month and it's like shorts animated shorts i'm so excited for that those are gonna be they're so gonna be cute. freaking adorable like <laughs> oh um we got a lot of really cool scenes i love I, i'm not a huge fan of cgi monsters sometimes when they're just like black yeah you know like the eternals monsters mm-hmm. were just black sometimes i really enjoyed the shadow uh creatures that gore created yeah it made it different um, it was like oh okay here's a cgi monster but also it starts as a shadow, literally the shadow right. of a car. And it, <laughs> and it started as a shadow, and it also felt like it took from people's fears. Yeah. Like, there was, like, one that, they all looked different. You had one that looked like a spider, one that looked like, and it was just so interesting to me. And, of course, the lighting, like, lent to it because there was all these, like, flames, um, like, and it's just dark. Yeah. I don't um, think any I, of them. I actually really enjoyed it. I don't think any of the creatures were the same. Like there wasn't two of. of no, any I don't of think them. so. They they were all different. And, Literally all of them. <laughs> and if you want to go back and freeze frame and be like, "No, you're wrong," then do it. <laughs> do Prove it. me wrong. Send us the uh, screenshot. We're, we're gonna say <laughs> there wasn't more than one. Um, I'm dying on this hill. 
<laughs> so there's a lot of other stuff going, but I think I kind of want to go on to Omnipotence City. Yes. Thoughts on Omnipotence City? I thought that place was beautiful. I was like, man, I want to go here. <laughs> it was real pretty. It was very pretty. We, and then I was like, wow, of, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Uh, you're correct. It was a lot of people that were like, man, y'all are. The gods are not good. We do align with gore. Um, but it's like there were so many references, name drops, and people. Mm-hmm. So I had a couple that I wanted to call out that I really, really loved. Uh, first, we had Ra. Yeah. Um, that Thor mentioned. And I want to call that one out specifically because you, back in uh, Moon Knight, were like, where is yep, Ra? Where's yep. Ra? Where's Ra? <laughs> and we get the Ra reference, which I think is 100% because of Moon Knight. Uh, and I, I loved it. Uh, we I don't think we saw Ra, actually. But um, I thought that was a really cool like drop of like, okay, okay, yeah. now we know like this is where the gods are hanging out. Like all of them. And it still brings into the sense of what I brought up with Eternals of like, so how do the Eternals tie into the God situation? Like they made the God story. So that's still a little bit weird to me. Um, But other than that, uh, some of the other gods that I wanted to call, we got the bow God was freaking adorable. So cute. He just goes, so cute. Bow. 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 (laughs) We get the God of Carpentry. (laughs) Jesus is canon in the MCU. (laughs) That is the current theory, and it makes me laugh oh a lot, and I actually really dig. I, it, it's like, so you're telling me, like, Jesus is here, and they're talking about, like, all these, like, uh, all these orgies and stuff? I'm like, oh, man, that's going to make I'm people like, angry they, if they ever figure They're not going to like this one. <laughs> we we got to see Korg's line, a uh, god, uh, amazing appearance by Korg, or this movie his lines his jokes Mm -hmm. hit as always shout out to our friend georgia who does a phenomenal (laughs) korg accent uh piss off ghost is one of my favorite uh lines need her to do it so i can clip it and save it forever i think she's deleted all the clips piss off off ghost um but did you notice that he was sitting on a game of thrones made of scissors yeah yeah Honestly, his first throne thing was I made thought, of scissors, I and thought, I love it. I thought of uh, Game of Thrones because I was like, "Oh, it's like Game of Thrones, but scissors because rock beats scissors." <laughs> yeah, and they had that joke in in the movie, um, in the movie from, from Ragnarok, and it was so good, it's so funny. Uh, we also see two celestials. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering who were those celestials, so from the research that I've done, one is a mad celestial that I'm not sure is really named. And one is a gardener celestial that's in charge of like planting the seeds into the planets mm-hmm. um, that we sort of learned about in Eternal. So I don't think either of them are really named that I could find, but those are sort of what they're known as, is the mad and the gardener celestial. I so I, I still thought that was interesting. I thought that was an interesting pull. Were there any other gods that you noticed that were like, ooh, got to call them out? Um. There were so just many. So many. <laughs> I like that when Thor was naming off his favorite gods, a lot of them yes. were not like, I guess. They weren't the like w- ones that are super well yeah, known. Yeah, they weren't super well known, but they were also all from different cultures. Correct. Like, which is He really, wasn't really like, cool. I mean, obviously, since they said God of Carpentry, he wasn't like, oh, my favorite God is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, he was like, uh, he said, uh, Quetzalcoatl. He said, yes. 
I think he said raw. He did. He said raw first, and then he said yes. He said a bunch of them, and I was like, man, okay, Thor, well-traveled, knowing his ancient (laughs) civilizations. It makes you wonder if they had, like, training or trading cards as kids. Like, did they have God trading cards? And he was like, oh, I got a raw in this pack. That's crazy. (laughs) They're, like, on little stone tablets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, another thing about some of these scenes, we get the, like, he flicks all of his yeah. clothes off and everyone, like, sees him naked and all the guys and girls are both, like, in love and he's got all those tattoos on all his back. All the goddesses Such faint. a good scene. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like, oh my god. Uh, we get the fights and you see all the good gold blood and gold, um, like, dust when everybody, the gods die. Yeah. And I just thought it was, again, I mentioned that in Multiverse of Madness, like, it's such a creative way for them to show, like, blood like fights Mm -hmm. visceral fights like they tore these people apart uh without it being like rated r and again like i said there it's like that's such a cool i love that use of it because it's It's such an interesting it makes it more upbeat yeah it's an interesting way to get around it too because had that been like blood oh my god (laughs) yes oh my god like it would have looked like carrie on that on that set (laughs) like maybe even worse especially when and And I meant to mention this a minute ago, but, like, especially when we get uh, Jane's use of the, like, hammer throw Mm -hmm. and it splits up into the shards. Yes. Number one, I hope we get to see that again in the future. Yes. Because that is a dope move. Like, that is such a good, like, it's almost overpowered. But, like, I absolutely love it for, like, them taking out, like, hordes of, like, enemies coming at you. It's just such a cool move that it's, like, I'm so glad that, like, Jane got to, Mighty Thor got to introduce Mm -hmm. that. It's so and I can cool. totally see Thor being like, man, how did Jane do that? Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just working, throwing the hammer back and forth until he can he, figure he, like, out. He can't actually yeah. do it. That's such a good idea. I didn't even think about that. I can totally That's see that. That's so like, funny. Him being like, man, she broke my <laughs> hammer and then just left. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think about uh, Russell Crowe's performance as Zeus and his lightning bolts, his Greek accent? What did you think about that? I'm not going to lie. When I heard him talk, I was like, what is this? (laughs) Oh, man. I don't, I'm no, I'm no expert on accents, but I genuinely (laughs) had a hard time understanding him. Really? Okay. I feel like maybe it was so, just because people were being loud in my theater and it was just like okay. my brain was trying to focus <laughs> on too many things. Like, I'm sure if I watched it. it again, I'd be fine. Like, if I watched it in my room or something, I'd be like, oh, yeah. But, like, man, I was like, what? how did? How long did it take him to figure <laughs> out this accent, first of all? <laughs> so, I'll say I did read something interesting. Um, they actually took two full versions of all of his scenes. One where Russell Crowe spoke in his uh, standard British accent, Mm -hmm. which was Taika's idea. And Russell Crowe, his idea was because Zeus was a Greek god, was to speak in a Greek accent. So to sort of subdue him, Taika took both and took scenes of both. And when he watched them back, he decided that, yeah, uh, Russell Crowe was correct that like, the Greek was the way to go. So apparently that's what they that's how they decided like how to go. So I thought that was a really cool um little moment that I found out. Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, I'd never I, even heard a Greek accent before, so 
Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I was just like, <laughs> so was like, what is this accent he's doing right now? <laughs> I couldn't, I was like, this kind of sounds Italian a little bit, kind of, but not really. That's fair. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, I also saw somewhere that at one point, Russell Crowe was not going to be Zeus. Uh, I believe he was actually supposed to play uh, the devil. Oh. Like Satan. <laughs> uh, with like, like, or Lucifer with like the whole, um, like bottom of a goat. Oh my gosh. Uh, like horns and everything. Uh, and that he was supposed to be in Omnipotent City as this character. Huh. Uh, which is such an interesting like thing. I don't know where that got. I did see like a fan art of it. I don't know if it was fan art or a storyboard or where, where that art was from. But I was like, oh man, I mean, uh, that's very odd. Yeah, I mean, that definitely would have been a choice. Maybe not the right one, but a choice nonetheless, you know? <laughs> and I will say... During the scene where I think if you cut it off, um, Zeus mentions he's like, "All right, now we're gonna announce the the person, the god that's had the most human life or the most lives sacrificed in their name." Yes. Right. It then cuts to Thor talking to the characters, and obviously their audio is louder. Mm-hmm. But if you like listen closely to his announcement. It sounds very much so like Zeus announces the winner as Satan. <laughs> he just announces it and he goes, then the person who, the oh God who has the most uh, lives in his name, Satan. And it was a woman. And I'm just like, yeah. And it's just like, what the I heck? I was like, whoa. Oh, man. Or, no, so that was death. That was, or you're talking about like, it was like the skeleton lady death looking character, correct? no i don't think so the person Which woman are you talking about Hold when on he now. so when he says that when he says that line and before it cuts there's a there's a woman that steps forward she's wearing like you know a traditional or not traditional obviously that's probably not traditional at all she's wearing like the stereotypically greek looking you know clothes and she's okay standing next to him like she moves forward or not forward, but like to the side of him when he starts talking about it. So I was assuming that that was the person he was talking about. I'll but have I, to go it back could, and watch I could it. be, it could have just been like a, one of the <laughs> goddesses that was there on the platform, um, just moving to stand next to him or something. But I assumed it was her. I was like, man, who who is sacrificing people? <laughs> <laughs> that is a woman. good catch that i didn't catch if that's the case so yeah let's go um go back and watch that and just tell us y'all are both morons yeah. uh or we'll wait till it comes out on disney plus but definitely let us know what you think yeah <laughs> um, now i'm curious because so, I, it very well could be someone like aphrodite but that sounds too long for what he said so right yeah i'll have to go back and check i definitely want to go back and see that so we get a lot of really cool stuff after they leave they still the thunderbolt which is really cool like the weapon is pretty dope um they like what did you think of the whole relationship ex-girlfriend <laughs> of stormbreaker and mjolnir of stormbreaker acting like a jealous girlfriend like what did what did you think of that i thought that was really funny just because it's like we never see characters like that you know characters in the mcu have like an ex-girlfriend <laughs> that is like <laughs> that can be jealous or anything like that so like this whole mm-hmm. relationship of like oh so i just mjolnir's like oh so i die and you just move on 
okay. <laughs> and then Stormbreaker well, see, and is I, like, well. Yeah, hmm. I think the other one was Stormbreaker being like, wow. wow. It's like, I, so I she heard, comes back to life and suddenly I don't exist anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I literally cut off the Mad Titan's head and this is how you treat literally. me. Um, I do love, I heard someone describe it as it felt like if SNL created a sketch <laughs> and like that would be their sketch of like Mjolnir acting like uh, or Stormbreaker acting like a jealous ex-girlfriend or as a jealous girlfriend yeah um and I was like that's such a good way to put it because like that is the kind of comedy that like you totally would see that kind of sketch mm-hmm. uh on an SNL and I was like that's so funny that was such a like little thing that I, I really like uh what did you think of the shadow realm we get into another realm Realm, dimension, timeline, yeah. shadow realm. What did you think of the shadow realm on that tiny goat smashing planet? The shadow realm was, I don't man, I don't know how Marvel does it, but like, like what you hear the words shadow realm and you're like, what do I think of when I hear those words? Right, like you couldn't even I think begin to concept like you can get like bits and pieces, but you wouldn't even begin to conceptualize like an entire world. Or an entire realm. Right. Like, it's just crazy how Marvel puts these things in front of you. And it's awesome. It looks really cool. It did. It did look really awesome. I liked awesome. that they, I... the color left everyone, too. But even then... Correct. I don't know if you noticed, but the color didn't necessarily leave them. It's just color doesn't reach that part of the galaxy or whatever, or wherever they were. Um, right. Because when they were using... When Thor was using Stormbreaker the glow of Stormbreaker was, like, reflecting onto him, and he had his color there. It's just, like, I don't know. It was just... Everything's, like, desaturated. Yeah, it was, like, desaturated. Right. It just looked so cool. I loved I loved it. It was so cool. And his, like, power-up, mm-hmm. um, like, in the realm was really, really cool. His use of being able to control the shadows at all times was just such a good... Yeah. Uh, we also get the really cool scenes of, like, him with the kids... Uh, some people thought those were weird. I liked them. I really enjoyed uh, the scenes where he was like scaring the ch- the children because it's like, that's was he actually trying to scare them or was he just like being you know talking to them trying to be like I'm I know the truth I'm trying to bring you yeah. the truth. Uh, either way, I was like, this is Christian Bale is frightening me. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit scary. <laughs> no, and I also have to say that. I can't wait. You say, like, when you picture the Shadow Realm, the only thing that I picture when I think of the Shadow Realm is um, Jimmy's dad from Jimmy Neutron. Oh, my God. Uh, and the meme where he has the uh, the dual disc from Yu-Gi-Oh! And he's oh like, Jimbo, gosh. I'm sending you to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> so those are for the one person out there that's going to get that joke. But, man, I have to say, you can't mention Shadow Realm and not mention we're going to send you to the Shadow oh, Realm, Jimbo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wanted to say something about the scenes with the kids, too. Um, uh-huh. Specifically with Thor and the kids, which obviously yes. uh, a big part of this movie is, you know, Thor and dad. <laughs> Thor and dad activities. Yeah. So, like, I thought it was really interesting to see him, you know, not really be necessarily good with kids for a long part of the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you noticed that, but the way he talked to the kids was just like, 
bro, what are you even saying? Like, <laughs> uh, I think you are not being very, helpful yeah, you're not right being now. helpful, like at all. So I thought it was really interesting <laughs> to see him be like a little bit, you know, maybe like the uncle that you probably don't trust your kids with because he, right. they're going to come it's back like, with uh, like, I don't want to, they're going to come yep. back wearing each other's clothes, haven't showered in days, chocolate sauce he gave all us a over sip their of face. His beer. Yeah. He let us have a beer. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. You're not going to <laughs> Uncle Thor's anymore. Uh, yeah. It was, oh, it was man. giving That's me, a really good giving point. me a lot of those vibes. And then obviously we'll get to it. But, you know, at the end of the movie, we see like something. To- a side of Thor that's totally different. <laughs> yeah, agree. Uh, I do like with all the kids though. How many? And we've talked about yeah, this. Yeah. How many of the cast kids were in the yeah. movie? Uh, so it's like two of Chris, um, you know, Chris Hemsworth's kids were in the movie. Mm-hmm. Natalie Portman's kids were in the movie. Uh, I can't really. I think I forgot who all was in it, but it's like so many kids of the cast Christian were in the movie. Bales, I absolutely I believe. love that. That's what it was, yeah. I think Christian Bale's kids were in there, yeah. So it's like, oh man, it was such a cool. I I love when they do that because it's like, oh, you get to go to work with your parents and try not to die. And try not to die. (laughs) I think uh, Chris Hemsworth specifically, his son played Baby Thor, or not Baby Thor, uh, Young Thor. Um, Running Thor through the forest. Running Thor, and then obviously his daughter played uh, Gore's daughter. Love. Oh man, what a moment. Yeah, she she did a really good job. I'm excited to see her. Mm-hmm. We'll get more into her in a second. Uh the one issue I had, so I don't really have much between that when he loses the axe and then they sort of, you know, go back to New Asgard and then they, you know, he tells her, Don't follow me, and of course she does follow him, and then they just sort of show up at the like tomb of eternity. Mm-hmm. So, like, I felt like I missed something. I felt like I missed a scene in there somewhere. Because all of a sudden, they're just, like, Gore's there with all the kids. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, like, was there something else there or whatnot? Uh, with Marvel, there I probably it, was. <laughs> probably was. And it's, like, it makes you wonder because Gore brought the kids there. Like, was there another plot with the kids? Yeah. Like, was he supposed to sacrifice these kids or something? Like, why did he still have these kids? Yeah. Well, I think I think <laughs> so, it was mostly so that... um. So that Thor could find them because, you know, Heimdall's son had like the, the magical eyes and such so he could communicate with Thor. But like, right. If Thor already knew where they were, why would he bring the kids, you know? <laughs> well, my thing, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. My thing is just like why I get it from a movie, why they needed to be there. Uh, but from a like gore use your brain why are you bringing them with yeah. you sort of thing unless he just genuinely was like i'm not gonna kill them they're kids yeah. you know i can't just leave them to die yeah so maybe that's what they were going with but yeah it just made me feel like i was missing something um but during that we get the tomb of eternity i guess you could call mm-hmm. it did you gather who all the statues were in the background if not i've got a list and i'll be happy to go through them but did you notice any of them specifically I noticed only Eternity <laughs> because okay. I was so shook so, yes. that this is what we were seeing <laughs> that I could only focus on like 1.5 things. <laughs> Fair. So I immediately, my eyes were going every single direction and I was trying to see any that I saw. The only one that I really noticed was the Watcher. What? We got a statue of the Watcher oh. and it makes you wonder, are we going to get Jeffrey Wright in the live action MCU as live action watcher instead of just what if watcher. 
Okay, wow. So, I Man, yes. I need to start paying attention to stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it, and that was the one that I noticed. And I, at one point I was like, is that a Kang? But it wasn't. So looking at the list, so going around the room, you had Eternity in the middle. You had Lady Death. And if you don't know, Lady Death in the comics is actually like the reason that uh, Thanos went on his killing spree. Oh. Even though he used the, the guise of, I'm trying to save the world, like the population. He really was just trying to kill all these people to impress Lady Death. Oh my god! So it's like, so Thanos is a Thanos simp. Thanos is confirmed. a simp. Uh-huh. Glad you said it, because I was, I was, it was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> so we got Lady Death, then you get Eon, who's supposed to represent time. You get Infinity, which is the sister of Eternity. Oh. You get a green celestial, which is the one above all. You get the Watcher, and then you get the three-headed living tribunal, which we've seen in Loki, um, in like, um, I can't remember what the realm is called, but like, where they go to find the He Who Remains, mm-hmm. where they have all like the thrown away stuff. Yeah. You can see like a statue of the three-headed living tribunal there as well. Interesting. So those were all of the statues, which I thought was really cool. Cool. And it makes you wonder, like, are all of these doorways to these characters? You know, it's like, are these just a big element? I think that's what uh, Eric Voss had brought up is like, can you just go over to the Watchers? And you're like, all right, I'm going to go visit the Watcher today. And you just go through that portal too? Or are they all just, you know, is it just eternity? Which is so cool. Wow. From here, we get the, speaking of the kids, I absolutely adored their power up scene. I thought it was amazing when he gave them the powers of Thor for a limited time and all of their like items became like deadly weapons. I thought that was so good. The girl with the bunny, Um, the bunny of stuffed animal. That was so adorable. I like, okay, this is another thing too that I really liked about this movie. The amount of scenes that we get that are, that are reminiscent of, uh, Thor's, you know, big scene in, uh, Infinity War, yes, hundred uh, percent. Yes, where he, with a lot of the leaps and the outline, you know, uh, and he's like leaping through the air and stuff. Gosh, I'm yep. uh, I'm a sucker for those scenes, man. I correct. That's all it takes. I'm so easy to please. Give me one of those, and I'm good. <laughs> it's almost like Natasha's like superhero fall mm-hmm. that we see so much. Um, I hundred percent agree with you. That's definitely one of uh. Thor's like staples yeah. and it's and so And then the good. kids doing it too. I was like, oh my God, uh, you got me. You, I'm sold. What? I'll take my money. Whatever you're selling, I'm buying. <laughs> I'm not going to lie though. The one thing that I had a plot point that I was like, come on now. You're telling me that Thor could do this all along <laughs> and he couldn't have powered every single Dora Milaje like fighter in Endgame. He couldn't have said, hey, everybody yeah. walking through these portals deserves the power of <laughs> Thor for a limited time. I'm just saying we could have had like Rocket Rack. We could have had Bucky. Picture oh, Bucky with wait, the power of Thor on. and all of a sudden his arm is like supercharged and he's like shooting lightning. I'm telling you, he would look like uh, insane. That would have it's been like, what happened? so cool. <laughs> and it's like, I get that he did that with Zeus's lightning bolt at that moment. That's what he was using. Yeah. But from my understanding, he was still using his powers as Thor, not necessarily. So maybe it was a gift, like something that his hammer couldn't do or Stormbreaker. I don't mm. know. Maybe he learned it. Either way, I'm just like, Thor, I'm telling you, man, 
that that would have been coming really handy when we were fighting all these uh these soldiers many many a time in the Battle of New York or in Endgame yeah. or anything like that. I'd like to think it was something that he didn't even know he could do because That's a good obviously point. Yeah. we learned too in this movie that he changed Odin's charm on Mjolnir. Correct. Which yeah. we and never that's a, heard. That's a very good point. Yeah, we never heard of him being able to do that because he didn't make the charm. Um, and obviously the rules of magic have been, you right. know, are being laid out for us. Um, I know a lot of WandaVision stuff um, deals with a lot of the witchy aspects of the MCU and, you know, stuff about how if you're the one who cast it, you can't really, um, other people can't change it necessarily. So, with all the runes and everything, yeah. right? So I'm assuming Thor just didn't even really know he could do that until he realized, oh, <laughs> I can. Oh, I do can this. do that. <laughs> that's a that's a really good point. And again, don't come at me on the Discord in the comments of anything. Like I get that that's not <laughs> realistic. That they they're not ever gonna do that again. I get it. Uh, it just made me laugh when I thought about yeah. everybody in Endgame having the powers of Thor. Could you imagine so Tony with Thor's I'm powers? You, I'm telling you. Oh my god. Just, I picture like. Tony doesn't need it because he's already got his blasters, but I'm picturing people like Bucky and everything yeah. that are like back to back with him, almost like when Pepper Potts yeah, yeah, was yeah. back to back with him and they're spinning around, almost like that, you know, where you have like uh, Rocket Raccoon and uh, Bucky are both flying in the air, doing like 360s, just like shooting like they were with guns, but instead like shooting lightning guns or something like that. Man, that could be a what if episode. <laughs> Oh my! They would not. But they I would, would not love. do it. Would be it a fun, but man, I would. It watch would take it. so much to to animate that, but it would be so funny, so funny. It's just uh, everyone with lightning powers. <laughs> Speaking we of then lightning, get gore. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say that Zeus making fun of Thor. For, for like the thunder yeah, versus the lightning. He was like, "Yes, oh, isn't thunder just the sound of lightning?" And then he freaking kills him. <laughs> Right, which and again he doesn't, but yes, at that yeah, moment we were like, "Oh my god, he killed!" But we're like, "He killed him. man, never meet your idols for real." <laughs> oh Apparently, because you want to, you want to kill them. Jeez. So we get Mighty Thor riding in on the Pegasus. Amazing, such a good shot. They're fighting Gore. They break the sword. They destroy the sword, and we get or we get some amazing one-liners, like you mentioned earlier, about her correcting him, being like. I'm the mighty Thor. Such a good line. Um, and sadly, we see mighty Thor passing away in eternities like pool as Gore like limps over to eternity to make his wish. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that scene. I thought it was really well. I liked the design of like the pool yeah. uh, of water with like, I really liked the way that they showed eternity with like mm-hmm. his physical form being, and that's how he is in the comics. And I think they did a really, really good job of showing yeah. that. I think it's interesting, too, that everyone assumed that Gore's wish would be to kill all the gods. Because I don't... Well, and I think it was. I don't think... I think it was. Did he say that? I don't think he said it, but I think... I think it was... I think he... That was his goal. I think... Right. Because he didn't say... I don't... I'd have to go back and remember whether or not he actually said it or not. But I know there was definitely some dialogue in the Shadow Realm that 
I felt like led up mm. to it. I think it was him seeing Thor and sacrificing because he makes a comment about like you're not a god like the rest of them like you're not normal yeah and it's because of love and i think it was that um obviously i don't know if there's a way to tell i'd have to go back and listen to the dialogue again but i don't i think his original goal was to wish for all the gods to Mm -hmm. die um and then he changed his mind because he saw the sacrifice okay the sacrifice that both of them made and then his line specifically like i said to thor about being like you're not a normal god and he's like oh well it's because i have love you know and a lot of gods don't and that's when he brought his kid back as his wish Um, yeah so that was sort of my uh and then also i I did want to mention he did say that his daughter was better off because she died and so to me that Mm. that sort of read into the sense of like he wouldn't have brought her back because he specifically said now, again, I didn't write the movie, so you still could be correct in that sense. Yeah. Um, that is just from what I remember uh, I guess of the dialogue part and of the me, scenes that I remember. Yeah, I think, I think part of me was just like, oh, he's doing this because he just wants to be the first one to find eternity so he can wish for his daughter back. But I think that was just me being... Me believing... You were being optimistic. Being too optimistic <laughs> about a god butcher. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that's a good point, though. But that's crazy. Anybody could have gotten there? That's crazy. Like, Thanos could have gotten there. Yeah. And, and Thor had all it the, takes the key is the, whole the time. first person to get there with Thor's hammer. With Thor's <laughs> And with he Thor's doesn't even need to wield it. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This freaking... Oh, but man. then that makes you think, too. Like, could this not have been accessed before Stormbreaker was made? You know, that's a question. I think it's more that Stormbreaker is, act- like harnesses the power of the bifrost Mm -hmm. so yeah it makes you wonder if there if that maybe uh his original hammer like mjolnir before it was crushed like because it used the bifrost and harnessed the power of the bifrost maybe it could yeah i'm not sure though yeah that makes an interesting theory curious about that because i'm like huh (laughs) interesting (laughs) we it then sort of wraps up and we get uh, some really cool scenes. We get uh, the uh, Dwayne and Korg are going to have a baby. The Rock. <laughs> so that was the Rock Johnson. Like, I'm pretty sure they've confirmed that that was supposed to be the Rock Johnson. Like, Dwayne, <laughs> come on. If we don't see a baby Korg in the next Thor movie, I'm going to be very upset. We have to see a baby Korg. Well, I would love to see there. a baby Korg, but don't they take like 150 years? Probably. I don't remember the timeline, but dang it, I want to see a baby. <laughs> but dang it, uh, give me Korg. a baby Korg. <laughs> um, and we didn't even mention how Korg almost died. Oh, yeah. Like, that was so fun. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, Korg. And then he was like, oh, I'm good. It's just my mouth. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so He's funny. He's like, turns so out the only thing up. that doesn't die is our mouth. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, as if long that as the ain't mouth me. doesn't get destroyed, we're okay. So good. <sighs> um, we had a lot of like really cool wrap up scenes. Uh, but then you get the end of the movie, Oof. and we see Love and uh, Thor eating breakfast, and she shoots him with the eye, like her like powers, yeah. which who knows what all her powers are. Yeah. She is apparently, she has the power of eternity to some degree, so it's like she is, and Love in the comics is just like an entity, like chaos mm-hmm. and order. She's a, a physical entity, and it's like, she is very strong. And for a and, like, kid, she too. Could potentially, She's only a kid right now. <laughs> She could potentially grow up and, like, 
end phase six. Yeah. Like, they could have a big bad, and they're just like, oh, yeah, we've got love, and love conquers all, and she just, like, kills um, Galactus or Kang, or I think it'll be Galactus, but it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. I love it that they called pancakes, too. They called them pan flaps. Yes. <laughs> pan flaps. And then she, like, shoots them with her eyeball, like, lasers, and was like, she said something like, get back, demon. Get back, demon. Or something demon. like that. <laughs> And I was like, that's so funny. Uh, but then they go outside and you get Korg's narration. And he says the line of like, I don't remember it exactly. So I apologize for butchering it. But it's basically along the lines of like, and from that day on, they called them love and thunder. And I, I literally teared up at that moment. Yeah, no, same. Because I didn't even put it together. Yeah. I didn't even register until he said it. And I was like, they've literally been telling us from the beginning. This is the title of the movie, and it's like, holy crap. That just, it hit me so hard when he said that. This movie was just, man, this is beautiful, oh. beautiful movie. <laughs> and that's how Thor so went from good. rad bod to dad bod. To dad. Oh, so good. And it, it again, we preach the Young Avengers, and we get Axel. Mm-hmm. Axel could potentially come back. You know, we see Axel, uh, Heimdall's kid. We've got love now, you know, who there's so many young Avengers that we could potentially tie in. And like, we talked about it earlier, but they announced so many things for phase six. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that haven't been announced. And I don't know if we're ready for a young Avengers. I feel like they're building on it and I'm ready. You know, yeah. it's just whether or not no, they want to give it to I'm me. I'm excited. I need like, some uh, Young Avengers. At least give me some crumbles, please. I'm begging. There's so many. There's so many at this point, And they're, you know, a pretty wide variety of age ranges. But it's like, we could we can make this happen. Give me Kamala Khan and um, the new Hawkeye mm-hmm. with uh, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. Oh, my God. I, I just will watch them all day, every day. Um. So that was how the movie ended, and we got two. I really enjoyed uh, both of these end credit yeah. scenes, at least the first one. The second one, again, not my favorite, uh, but at least the first one I really enjoyed, yeah. where we get introduced to Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. I was like, oh, it's about to go down <laughs> for real. <laughs> and- it's one of those things that it's like, I know that they can't put out like five set or like 10 movies a year, but I'm just like, I want to see Hercules now. Yeah. At least this year. And like, who knows when we're going to see him again? Like some people predicted we could see him in potentially like relevant in a uh, secret invasion mm-hmm. or uh, hold on. I get them mixed up, whichever though. I think it's secret invasion, which is the TV show about the scrolls. Mm. Uh, we could potentially yeah. s- I get Secret Invasion and Secret Wars mixed up. Secret Wars is like the end of Phase 6. That's yeah. the big Avengers Secret Wars uh, ordeal, which will be really, really fun. But Or we could see him potentially in the Miss Marvel or in the Miss, in the Marvels, mm-hmm. you know, just like pop up. Not as a big character. I don't think he'll be a big character until we get him involved with Thor. But it's like, are we going to see the dregs of some of these people, you know, in the background? Uh, or is it going to be like the rest of our end credits there where it's like, all right, we'll pay this off in six years from now, maybe. And it's like, oh my gosh, please. Oh my goodness, <laughs> no. The second, oh, it, from the comics, going to give people a heads up. The comics, uh, Hercules is a hero, 
Uh, but he also is like he butts heads with Thor a lot. Yeah, like uh, they're sort of like the good cop, bad cop of like Hercules is the bad boy and Thor's usually like the golden child. Yeah. So like they team up a lot. So it'd be interesting to see if they're really gonna go with him being like a bad guy or if they'll just quickly transition to him being part of the like the God Squad. I think is what they call mm-hmm. it at some point, which is really really cool. And then we get the second end credit scene, which was Valhalla. I thought. First of all, Valhalla looked so pretty. So pretty. We get Heimdall. We get Jane being mm. like, bro, what? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> and she's dressed in her little, you know, her clothes. Yes. Her, her uh, Valhalla clothes. She's like, she got a new haircut. She's <laughs> she's living. Well, technically she's dead, but like, you right. know. Right. Well, and so that, well, and you say that, there's two things I wanted to bring up with that. A lot of people are sort of tying in, like, okay, well, now we know that there are these realms where your spirit goes. Your spirit's not technically, mm-hmm. like, just gone. And they're like, maybe that means they could bring back all these characters that are dead. And I'm just like, please don't. Yeah. I don't want to see, I don't need to see, explain how we bring Tony to back. Yeah. You know, if we see another Tony from another universe, okay, I'm okay with that, but I don't need you to just, I want death to mean something to some degree. Yeah. And like, it makes these movies, it's going to make Endgame pointless if we end up, like Tony ends up coming back as if it's like, oh yeah, we found him in Valhalla. Oh, uh, we brought him back. Yeah, because it's like, well magic. then what did he even die for? Right, you what know? is his sacrifice? Like, what is exactly. his sacrifice means nothing if y'all just were like, oh, welcome back. The only other thing about Valhalla that I wish they had done is I wish we had panned over and we saw lady sif's arm <laughs> because we get the yes. line of thor saying oh you're not gonna be in valhalla you didn't die in battle your arm your arm will be in valhalla and i would have lost God. my shit if we looked over and lady sif's arm is just kind of sitting there on the ground because it oh, like is in valhalla gosh. and nowhere to go we're just gonna get i don't think now that you said that we're gonna get like an instagram like a short reel on instagram <laughs> and it's just gonna be the end you know it's gonna be panning away from heimdall and it's just gonna <laughs> zoom in on lady sif's arm and that's just we're gonna get like a five second clip of that and everyone's gonna lose their mind <laughs> I also I also wish that we had seen, you know, I loved Heimdall in that. I love uh, Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish he was still in the main MCU because I love him <laughs> as an actor. Uh, I wish that we, you know, got, you know, some of the other characters in the background. I would have loved to have like a full squad of like, you got to see Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Yeah. You see, you know, uh, their parents. You see, like, I would I think that would have been a really cool moment to see because technically... Loki is there. You would oh think, yeah, you know well, he died. because he died in battle. Correct, and, and so you would. There think wasn't a body that he's in there. Endgame, and it's like or, he's yeah. Dead. No. I I don't remember if he Infinity he War, gold sorry. dusted away. Well, no, he, technically he dies at the beginning of Endgame. Yeah, You're yeah, correct. yeah, yeah. It was the okay. very beginning of Endgame. Um, so I don't think he gold dusted away, but he was technically in a battle with Thanos. Yeah, um, in a fight with Thanos. What makes me think he counts, gold dusted but... was that we didn't see his body. So like. Obviously, normally, if you die, you're you don't just like poof out of existence. And there's the theory, like, there's a theory that he's not dead. You know, again for the fifteenth time that he's somehow. And obviously, we have Loki in the TV shows, a whole separate thing. But I just think that would have been a really cool scene to really see. Yeah. Um. Everybody. 
No, okay, but Jane going up to Loki and slapping him in Valhalla. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, man. Jeez. I-, I forgot to mention, this reminded me because I was thinking about all the characters. Freaking Melissa McCarthy. Yes! Playing, playing Hela, Hela in the, like, play. <laughs> I, just, I-, I don't mean to go back and forth like this, but it's like, I just remembered that. And I was like, oh my god, that, like... Kendra laughed so much. Like, we were dying inside. I was, like, I was out, giggling. Inside and out. It, it was, was so, so funny. funny. So good. But now I'm wondering about Hela. Would Hela be in Valhalla? Uh, probably not. Probably not, right? Probably not. Uh, you know, who knows? I don't know exactly how it works other than you die in battle. But, you know, is it a good you die in yeah. battle? Or if you're bad and you die in battle, do you? You know, I'm not sure. I'd have to check. But honestly, I think that would have been a cool, like, scene. Even if she was there. You know, she's like, I, I'm dead. She's there, I but died. she's like in <laughs> handcuffs she's... and like with chains well, around see, her ankles. <laughs> I like the idea that she's free, but she's just like angsty. And she's like, mm, yeah, I should have been the winner. Like her I robes. Won. It's she, like, everyone else's you robes lost. Are... Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Come on, girly. But like, it would be so funny if it like panned and you see like them just awkwardly waving at Jane and everyone else's robes <laughs> are like, you know, the light gray white everyone's all glowing and stuff and hella's just hella's wearing black (laughs) (laughs) it would have been so good all right uh anything else you want to add this is our last chance i think i've covered everything that i wanted to cover and then we need to get into our new rankings so this is your last chance anything else you wanted to talk about of thor love and thunder i think i've said my piece i mean geez this movie was just really good i think it's really up there for me it's obviously nothing's touching the winter soldier right but like man a lot of them are getting close (laughs) you and the winter soldier man you just never let it down never let it down never i had to i had to i had to bring him in here somehow (laughs) (laughs) i thought we you know we tied him in we tied him in good okay so i've got my rankings do you have your rankings from the last episode i do then I will let you go first. Tell me where you put Thor, Love, and Thunder. All right. So my list has changed a bit. I've got... But, uh... I'll start from the bottom. Uh, We've got... And now we're here. We've got a Black Widow at the bottom. Sorry. I'm sorry, Natasha. But, man. <laughs> here, here. We've got Eternals above that. Uh, I just... I don't know. I like here, Eternals. Here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got Shang-Chi above that in spot four. We've got No Way Home, then Thor, and then Multiverse of Madness. Okay, that's about where I expected it for you. All right, that's a good <laughs> list. I have got, I'm very similar, of course, we've got Black Widow at the bottom. Man. We've got Eternals <laughs> above that. Which is sad because, again, I love Eternals. Yeah. But Black Widow wasn't as loving with, but, you know, they're still, still a good watch, still a good movie. Black Widow, Eternals, then Multiverse of Madness for me. Mm-hmm. And that will change if we can figure out what happened. If a certain character doesn't die at the end, that potentially has room to move up in my list uh, in the future. Yeah. Uh, then this is where I put Thor, Love, and Thunder. Uh, then we go into Spider-Man, No Way Home. And the top movie for me of Phase 4 is Shang-Chi. Yeah. Still love that movie. But again, Spider-Man is definitely up there with it. Um, And I'm excited. They announced that this year with Black Panther, we've got one more movie. And that will be the end of Phase 4. 
Real quick. So I uh, don't know if you've yes. seen the trailer for Black Panther. I have. I have indeed. But oh my gosh, I have never cried watching a trailer before. Oh, it's gonna be intense. It's gonna and be I'm, very, I'm very excited intense. to see. Obviously, if you or if you do not remember or if you're not aware, uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, passed away. Uh, the actor that played uh, Black Panther. Um, and so there they had to rewrite the movie, you know, to figure out how they were going to handle it. So I'm very interested, cautiously excited mm-hmm. to see how they handle it. Um, and that'll be the end of phase four. Yeah. And we also have She-Hulk coming up. We've got uh, that'll technically be in phase four, but before Black Panther. Yeah. But I think Black Panther will be the end of it. And then we'll get into Quantumania next year. So we've Exciting. got a lot of really, really, really good stuff coming up, man. Yeah. <laughs> We, it's so crazy. It feels like phase four started like yesterday and it's already about yep. to be over. Like, and you, and you think about they're like announcing all the way through phase six and it's like 2026 and it's yeah. like, that feels so far away, but it also doesn't feel like enough time. Yeah. So it's like, is that enough time for you to give me everything that I want? No, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, are we even going to get an Eternals 2 before, like, phase 8 at this point? Like, it's Man, like, oh my I don't gosh, even, are we ever going to get I don't even get... know. It's like, we got to got some of these characters that are going to be, like, 30 years older at this point, you know? Yeah. That's why they had to kill off, you know, they had to kill off Sprite. Spoiler. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she would have been, she would have looked like a grown adult, and they would have had to explain that real, real tough. Yep. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> um. Anyway, this I just is want about to see a Thor, Ghost Rider, Love and Thunder. Man. I need to it's see coming. a Ghost Rider lineup. It's coming. I need to see someone who is in Nicolas Cage, despite his good... It's not... You know, he was good in the first two. This will be the last thing you say. Everyone that's listening is like, why are they even just keep going? Um, and all this is being left in. I'm leaving all this in. Uh, future me. <laughs> uh, leave all this in the podcast. Kevin Feige the other day said that uh, he... I'm trying to think what his name is. He is in the new Barbie movie. Oh, Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. He was saying that he would love for Ryan Gosling to be in uh, the MCU. And I think Ryan Gosling was saying he wants to be Ghost Rider. You know and what? And so it's like, oh my gosh, I don't I don't know. My vote is for Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. I know he has showed interest mm-hmm. in being. We already know he looks badass on a motorcycle. You know, he could look badass on with a skull for a head. I, for sure. you know, either of those, I wouldn't be mad at it. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I love me some Ryan Gosling. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if anybody, like I said, if y'all want to talk more about some of the spoilers, or maybe not spoilers, but, you know, what we're looking forward to in Phase 4 and Phase 6, if y'all want to see, you know, maybe we just hop into a big voice chat one day if anybody wants yeah. to, or, you know, we can record something. If anybody wants to hear anything, just let us know in the discord what you want to hear. Yeah. And we'll be happy to dance like the trained monkeys that we are <laughs> <laughs> and go from there. Cause you know, you already hearing it from Des and I, we are, we'll talk forever about this. So this has been our thoughts on this amazing movie, Thor, love and thunder. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Feel free to join our discord to talk all things Marvel. The link should be in the episode description below. Now go out there and remember, don't just be a hero, be the weenies hero.